Prince Track by Track, I'm your host Darren, and today we'll be talking about White Mansion from Emancipation, recorded late 95, early 96 at Paisley Park, and released on the 19th of November 1996. On the track we have Prince, and we also have Janice Garcia, um, whose voice is credited, uh, she does some dialogue and it's credited as Bold Girl, which <laughs> is an unusual credit. Uh, she is, of course, Maite's sister. And, you know, the track is 4 minutes 47, and joining me to talk about it today is Alec Rayner. Hello, Alec. Hello, good to be here. Like, personally, I always end up calling this Big White Mansion because he says Big White Mansion. He never just says White Mansion at any point. He says always says Big White Mansion. So whenever I talk about this song, I always end up saying Big White Mansion. And, you know, for a genre, I guess it feels it's got the kind of tempo of like kind of a dance song but like a i don't know it's it's kind of, kind of got a very steady beat hasn't it yeah so. and then it kind of like some of the like delivery of like the lines kind of feel more balladish like the way he'll just yeah. like at the end of a line kind of like stretch it out for a while like he's singing like today it's like today yeah <laughs> you know just keeps like going yeah. for a little bit and but then also like the kind of um you know in between when he's telling this story uh, where he, you know, he goes to New York and meets a a, a, a bold girl. You know, it, it's it's kind of it's not delivered like a rap, but it's kind of uh, I don't know. It's kind of more talk speak, you know, kind of talk singing rather than yeah, than kind of melodic singing. I don't know. It's 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 kind of weird song. I think once more we're gonna have to settle on Prince being the genre for this particular song. Yeah, that, that's pretty much what we got to do. It starts kind of very specifically with Prince singing the chorus. Um, starting with Big White Mansion, Top of the Road, Latest Fashion, which of course is the name of a uh, a time the time song. song. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, Happy, don't you know? And then you know, then we get into the story of the song, which Prince says, "Here I am in New York, yeah. Uh, see the bold girl and fair. What's in your backpack today? Will it take my blues away?" Um, <laughs> which is, <laughs> I don't know what she's selling in that backpack. Um. That's okay. You gotta run. Uh, check it. I don't. I don't need you to have some fun. Coming from the land of snow, I guess I'm kind of used to cold. Uh, but one day I'll have a big white mansion, and then we go back to the chorus. Yeah. Although when he when he goes back to the chorus, he adds at the top of the road, and then he says, "I'm gonna wear the latest fashion. I'm gonna be happy, don't you know?" Whereas the first time we hear it, he's kind of cut off all the first half of uh, each of those sentences. You know, so I mean, I don't know who this this bold girl is, and I don't yeah. know what's in her backpack, taking his blues away. But I I do love this. I mean, I love this song so much. I I feel like I'm gonna tip my Same. hand too much, but like oh for no, me, this... I, I was afraid that was gonna be me. That was gonna be the one like, geeking out <laughs> over this song. Yeah. No, I this is this is one of my favorite songs off this album. You know, it's a clear. I, we, we, I'm not gonna save it to the end. I'll just say clear five out of five. It's just. It's just such a great song. Yeah. You know, it has some weird kind of little quirks that Prince kind of does. But I just I just love that Prince has decided to sing a song about his own house. Um, oh, yeah. Because Paisley Park is indeed a big white mansion. Yeah. I don't know if it's at the top. Would you say it's at the top of the road? Yeah, it, it's right by that that intersection. I have yeah. um, a girlfriend that um, her family's from Minneapolis. So, of course, I was like, I'm going to tag along just so I can go to Paisley Park. I'll deal with all the the crazy family stuff for like three days just so I could have my like afternoon at Paisley Park, which which was very worth it, even though I was like pulling my hair out during some of that. <laughs> and yeah, it was when we drove through it, it was definitely right by a mansion. I mean, right yeah. by the like side of the road, kind of by the intersection. Well, I think I, I what I really enjoy about the first verse is it kind of reminds me about 
um, Prince's like beginnings because at least yeah. from my understanding, he had a like a sister living in New York. So he like moved out there for a little bit, trying to make yeah. it there. And then he was like, all right, this ain't happening. I don't really like the scene in New York. Let me go back to the snow in the cold in Minneapolis. Yeah. So that's how I've, I've always kind of... Do you know what? That makes complete sense in terms of the narrative of the song because obviously the first chorus is, but one day I'll have. And then the second chorus is, then I'll live in a big white mansion. And the final chorus is, because you're living in a big white mansion. Um, yeah. So And then towards the end, obviously, you know, he talks about wearing Versace and Gucci. So, you yeah. know, it, it, throughout this song, it, like the chorus seems to show the progression of Prince wanting this, you know, wanting fame or fortune and then kind of getting closer to it. In particular, because the second the second cor- the second verse starts with I could use a new guitar. Um, and then, he, of course, he does that little guitar riff. That was like all the all he did at that time. It felt like he just had all the random like little samples in the background. Anytime talked about guitar. Or... Yeah chicken or just whatever <laughs> or a clock you just barely yeah. hear it in the uh, back. he's a singer tune at chaz's bar uh maybe meet a debutante um <laughs> be a toy do what she want and then we get the tell me what you want to do um so obviously prince is uh, this is him not being a gigolo but rather being a toy boy i feel for for you know an yeah. older debutante um and then he <laughs> says nine o'clock see john k but you don't rock come another day um, and then, of course, he sings Come Another Day, because when he says you don't rock, it's kind of like he's saying it. But then he sings the words um, and then he says something which possibly for me kind of recalls back to um, Solo, where in that song he talks about how the curb looks like a skyscraper. Um, and here he says spirit so low, reaching up for ground. So obviously suggesting that he is subterranean. Uh, and then he says one day I'm going to make it in this lonely town. So obviously, you know, he's now back in the Twin Cities. And then he says, then I'll live in a big white mansion. And, you know, we get the chorus again. Um, you know, so yeah. it is definitely a story about Prince's success. You know, um, I, I feel like at this point he can, you know, he's he's kind of safe enough that he can brag about having Paisley Park. <laughs> um, I yeah. don't feel like anyone's going to, you know, but an entire song that is essentially a humble brag about how he got successful. Um, you know, yeah. I guess for some people they might not, they might be, not be fully behind that. Um, you know, then he, you know, he says... Um, hey there, what's your name? And tell me how to play the game. And we get these samples of like I'm a winner. Yeah. And uh, yeah, know. kind of these call and response things almost yeah. during this verse. Yeah, it feels like when he says, "Hey there, what's your name?" And it's like, "What's your name, cutie?" Um, <laughs> tell me how you play, how how to play the game. It's like listen to this. And then it has that like in the I'm a winner. If I remember, is there like a casino sound or something? Yes. Or yeah. Yeah, it sounds like it's a like sample that. from something, but it doesn't, you know. Yeah. And then, of course, he says, do I really have to cut my hair? And then there's a, there's a no. And, of course, he says, now that's a cross I could never bear. And then we get this, how about them publishing rights? <laughs> and this is, this is one of the more explicit references to the Warner Brothers stuff, you know, on this album. Um, and he goes, sell my publishing. What a laugh. Uh, I don't know Bo, but I do know Math. Back to Minneapolis, there you go. And this is where we get the sound of like a jet engine. Um, you can't find your house underneath the snow. Which, I mean, I don't know that it's ever snowed enough in Minneapolis to cover Paisley Park. Um, but, yeah. you know, I like I the idea... got close this year. Well, yes, I mean, well, yeah. I, I like the idea, though, of Prince flying over Paisley Park and not being able to make it out from the snow around it. You know, it suggests as well that this jet is landing close enough to Paisley Park that he can see his house. Um, you know, and of course he says, because you're living in a big white mansion. 
Um, and this is when we start to get some extra stuff in the chorus where he goes, oh, yes. Um, and then at the end he goes, trying to be happy, don't you know? And it's going, trying to be happy, happy. Happy. Um, and, you know, for the end, <laughs> we get Prince um, kind of freestyling, it sounds like to me, um, where we have the big white mansion being repeated at the top of the road. And Prince is like, you and me wearing Versace, Gucci, Hoochies, they all want to do me. But am I really happy? <laughs> and it's like big white mansion. And he's like, yeah. Maybe one day. And the song itself kind of ends up breaking down to just this bass um, for like about a minute as, as like the outro. Um, and then we get a sample from, from the TV show Martin uh, where it says, yo, Anita, yo, check check out that ass. I don't, know why, ass. I, yeah, I don't know why he sampled those two lines. The yo, Anita <laughs> is heard earlier in the song as well, but it's kind of a bit underneath mm-hmm. of the stuff, so you can't really make it out properly. But then we just kind yep. of finish with this wonderful kind of like outro on the bass, um, you know, that Prince is doing. It's it's kind of, uh, there's a little bit kind of like slapping in there. And, you know, it's just a really, it's like a really nice kind of melodic outro, basically, um, you know. Uh, and, you know, that's the end of the song. Um, but, I, I, you know, to me, I find it interesting because, you know, Prince is kind of telling this story of his success um, and also taking a shot at Warner Brothers because, you know, of <laughs> course he is. And I, I like the interesting thing where it says, do I, you know, the do I really have to cut my hair is always the line that I found the most interesting because obviously, you know, for his first album, Prince had, you know, the, the large afro. And then mm-hmm. for his like second album, his hair was kind yeah. of down and relaxed. All ironed out. Yeah, yeah, like flattened out. And then by the time you got to his third album, his hair was cut really short. And that's kind of almost <laughs> the point where he became successful was once he'd, he'd you know, cut his hair. Um, but if you yeah. see any of that, I can't remember the video that's in, I think it might be the video for I Want to Be Your Lover where Prince has got his hair down. And as he moves yes. his head, it kind of just like kind mm-hmm. of sways around. And it is, it is mm-hmm. kind of, um, it's almost like a hypnotic. But I think it's interesting because, you know, the kind of the... The choice I feel like the choice for Prince to cut his hair, um, you know, in like 1980 was Prince's choice. Like it fitted with the image that he, you know, he wanted a harder image. Yeah, they cultivated. Yeah, yeah for Dirty Mind. Yeah, so so like yeah. if it, it, it kind of fit with that, so it, like I can understand him kind of almost having this conversation um, here where he's he's talking to. I'm assuming this this final kind of like stanza is about him signing his contract. I agree. It's probably more of the afro to the flat down hair because yeah. i think it like that there was the whole anti-disco thing disco had kind of run its course by that by that time and that was a hairstyle associated with that genre so yeah i assume they were like let's try to brand you away from that <laughs> yeah and then obviously the whole you know publishing rights thing and yeah and about- i i just love that line the some my publishing lights what a laugh um some my publishing what a laugh i don't know <laughs> bo but i do know math yeah i that I always crack a smile on that line. It's just a very entertaining line. Yeah. And I think as well, it kind of works with the, you know, the kind of the, the absurdity of you can't find your house underneath the snow. Yeah. You know, which, uh, you know, I think it's also, it's a wonderful light. Like I said, five out of five from me anyway. This is, you oh know, yeah, this is definitely five out of five. This is one of my favorite on out of 36 songs. You know, this is easily a, one of the five top songs for me off this entire album. Yeah. I, I think it's definitely my favorite of the first disc and i'm gonna go ahead and say it's my favorite of all three discs yeah is gonna be on white mansion i'm really glad this is the song i'm discussing i think i think there's a couple of songs maybe on the second disc that i really enjoy as well but i think this is like clear this is on the first disc i would say this is clearly the the best song um certainly for me 
you know, probably maybe on roughly the same level as Jam of the Year. You know, I really enjoy Jam of the Year. Yeah. But I think this, yeah, is, same here. You know, this is a really strong, uh, you know, this is a really strong song as well. I just like Prince writing a song about his house, but it's not really about his house. You know, I feel if I feel just no. if you go off the title, it, it feels like he's writing a song about Paisley Park, but he's not. He's talking about his, yeah. how he got into the game. Uh, you know, going to New York, coming back to Minneapolis. Yeah. You know, particularly when he says spirit so low, reaching up for ground, like, you know, it, uh, it's kind of interesting to think of Prince as someone trying and failing. And that's what that suggests. Yeah. Kind of humanizes him. Yeah. You know, cause he, you know, he had his first record deal at 20 and basically that was it. That was the, ne- yeah, <laughs> that was that the was... next 40 years of his mm-hmm. life was being signed to record labels and releasing records. Like he, you know, he got the dream so early uh, you know, even if it did take him like nine years before Paisley Park was a reality. Yeah. You know, he still he had that success early on. Yeah. And, you know, so it's interesting to hear him kind of um, talking about this struggle and particularly yeah. the fact that he says back to Minneapolis. There you go. Mm-hmm. The kind of returning home. And, and obviously, you know, if I think of Prince, I think everyone thinks of Minneapolis, you know, but it's interesting that Prince was the one who was like, I want to build this studio here. You know, not in L.A., not in New York. Oh, yeah. You know, and that was a bold crazy. You know, for this, Mm. for, you know, a 30-year-old to be like, I want my own recording studio in the Twin Cities, you know, in the middle of America. Place that was very, almost hardly accessible in, in, like, contrast to, like, New York or California. Yeah. Where everyone was going and that he even tried to go. I remember um, hearing that he thought, like... I think this is in like his school yearbook or newspaper or something that he was like, yeah, I'm like 100% sure if I was not in Minnesota right now, I would be signed because <laughs> you can't get signed in Minnesota. Yeah. So maybe that was his, him thinking he was giving back to um, Minnesota, which I, I think that could be like a logical like argument because Paisley Park did have like a lot of um like, tours and I, I know i think like schools would like sing there or something like that or they'd like have like yeah, intro know. studio tours yeah and stuff. like he, he uh yeah he, he you know he held he held concerts there and all that kind of stuff and he you know he i would say prince is the next biggest tourist attraction and obviously you yeah. know he he put it in his will that when when he died that paisley park would be turned into a museum and you know would host tours the same way that you know graceland does you know and graceland yeah. is in the middle of you know, essentially to most people, yeah. the middle of nowhere, um, yeah. you know, so, you know, it's in, so, I, you know, if you're going to Memphis, what are you going for if you're not going to go and tour Graceland, you know? Um, yeah. And I think that's the same thing with with this. It's like, you know, I think Prince, he, first of all, he saw it as a way for him to have a recording studio and a home, but then also afterwards it would become, it would be what memorialized him. And obviously people, yeah. you know, uh, I'm sure one day I will eventually get to go there as well. You know, that is certainly something oh, yeah. that I would hope to do. Um, and yeah. I feel like every Prince fan eventually wants to kind of go and see Paisley Park. Yeah. And, you know... Make our pilgrimage yeah. there. So I, so I feel it kind of, you know, the fact that he's talking about it, it's not just, you know, about his success. It's also about, you know, what it what it means in terms of his legacy. You know, so it's interesting that, mm-hmm. you know, a song 20 years before his death... Is is almost not exactly talking about that, but it is kind of saying, you know, this is this is the you know this is going to be my kind of place. That's that's the next chorus because every chorus has its as we mentioned its little variation. But the one day I'll have a big white mansion, then I'll have a yeah. big white mansion. Now I'm living in a big yeah. white mansion. Chorus number four is 
you know, the legacy yeah, of, of the, the big white mansion. Said big white yeah. mansion of so, Paisley Park. You know, um, unusually, Prince never performed it live. Um, and obviously no one has covered it. I feel like it's such a specific story that Prince is telling, you know, about his own, you know, gradual success that I don't know that any other artist could kind of cover it and it would be kind of credible. Um, you know, so I can kind of understand yeah. why no one's covered it. You know, this we are talking about a 36-track album, um, you know, so, like, there's very few of these that I feel anyone has ever even kind of gone near um, in terms of covering them, apart from the, you know, the four that are already cover versions, you know. So uh, I feel like we said as much as we can about White Mansion, so let's go to plugs. Is there anything you wish to plug, Alec? Yes, I want to plug my Twitter, AlecRaina98. Super huge Prince fan. Love talking about Prince. I have other interests too, but... I'm going to go ahead and say Prince probably, he's the dude. Love that guy. And you can find us on Facebook at Prince Track by Track or on Twitter at Prince Podcast. Or you could email me at PrinceTrackByTrack at gmail.com. Thanks once more for being my guest here, uh, Alec. Oh, yeah, you're very, very welcome. And otherwise, goodbye. Goodbye. Goodbye.